What's up, y'all? My name is CJ Kaplar, and you're listening to Alternate Endings, a podcast where my friends and I rate and rewrite our favorite movies and TV shows. So this episode, we're going to be talking about Disney's live-action Mulan. So stay tuned. to alternate endings again this episode we are going to be talking about disney's live action mulan so i am cj kaplar and i have a special guest hello my name is shinya so let's get right into it first off the rating of the movie (laughs) that's going to be an interesting one if you could rate disney's live action mulan from one to ten one being absolute crap 10 being mm-hmm. best movie ever, what would you rate it? Um, Obviously, definitely not a 10. Mm-hmm. And while I was sitting here, I was thinking, you know what? I'd give it a 3.5. A 3.5? Just because, like, it was an attempt at a movie. And just even viewing it from the lens of, like, it being, like, a normal movie, just, like, no ties to the original. Mm-hmm. 3.5. Mm. If we are tying it to the original, mm. um, broke my scale. By broke my scale, I mean so far in the negatives that I despise that movie. So Negative 1,000. Yeah. Yeah. So 3.5, if we're not comparing it to the actual original movie that came out in, what, 1998? Yeah, animated one. If you are comparing it, negative 1,000. Yeah. Okay. That seems fair. That seems fair. We'll we'll dive into that. Yeah. I would say if we're doing two separate numbers, comparing or not comparing. Oh man. Mm, if we're not comparing, I would say a two. I was thinking a two as well. Uh, and then <laughs> I was like, I'll give them, you know, a little Oh, a little. Because, like, honestly, the trailer alone, like, had me a little excited for the movie. Mm. So I think that initial excitement, I was like, okay, you know, there's going to be, this, oops, this is going to be decent. Mm. You know, hopefully mm-hmm. it's still going to be a, a good standalone. But. But. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's not. <laughs> no. It's not. Disney, give me my 30 bucks back. <laughs> Um, so let's talk about why we're rating it that way. So one point that I want to make is if we are comparing it to the original animated version, this one, they try to do something else with it. They try to twist the plot, twist the style. They try to make it more serious and dramatic and inspirational, but it just, it didn't do it. It did not do it. They, they completely misunderstood the assignment that they were given. (laughs) They didn't check the rubric. They did not check the rubric. They were like, okay, this is due in an hour and a half. We have to come up with something. Mm. We need something. So that way we can still get paid and put food on the table. Mm. Mm -hmm. So the writers went in and they were like, okay, let me write this real quick. Um, Here's my draft. You send me what you have. Because I'm sure it was a collaborative thing. And they were all like, okay, we have good ideas here. They're like, okay, we've, we brainstormed really well. 
let's just put it all together and like hope they um, hope it works because out. yeah because there's so many things going on they're like they won't realize that you know we haven't developed anything hmm. at mm-hmm. all <laughs> and then they just turned it in and then disney was like yes stamp of approval here's the money here's the budget go ahead and film it real quick mm-hmm. and because we're on a tight schedule mm-hmm. we need this released asap They really tried to do something different, and it I don't think it worked out. It absolutely did not. I don't think it worked out. And we were looking at this article earlier, and it's talking about how they changed a lot of things from the original movie because the original movie wasn't as well-received in the Asian market for the movie industry than the American industry. So they changed a lot of things for cultural accuracy, but how culturally accurate were the things that they changed? So like, for example, Mushu. Love Mushu. They took out Mushu, apparently, according to this article, they took out Mushu because, you know, in Chinese culture, the dragon is a sign of respect and strength and power. That's what the article says. And yeah. And they said using it as a silly sidekick didn't play very well with a traditional Chinese audience. But here's my rebuttal to that. Yes, I understand cultural accuracy. I applaud that. However, in the original movie, it was obvious to the plot that Mushu only stepped up because he failed at summoning the actual dragon. Like, that was the point. That was the point to him. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, the thing is, I feel like Disney also just doesn't exactly grasp what other audiences, other than like the typical Western market that they usually advertise and market towards, they don't know what other audiences like actually want. Mm. Because I feel like it's different from voices online and like like critics of other audiences online other like they're very different from how normal people watch and critique if if they even do critique films you know like just like in the western market there are critics you know Mm -hmm. like movie enthusiasts that go Mm -hmm. and they're like okay this is what this isn't this needs to be like in a story and how it's going to be good and all these visuals blah 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 but a normal person watching a movie is not going to be like oh yeah like um, the cinematography of the whole movie was just really solid and really captivating. Like, no, we're just like, yeah, this is pretty. This looks good. This is, wow, that was a really good movie. You mm-hmm. know, like, they're not going to be like, oh, yeah, the details in this, the details of this character, blah, 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 blah. It's just like, yeah, that was cool. Like, mm. there was <laughs> that. And, like, I feel like the comedic aspect of Mushu. And there was, there was backstory, just like you said, you know. With, there's a reason why he, he was the one that had to follow Mulan and make sure um, things are going well. Mm-hmm. I just, and I think they completely undermined that. Mm-hmm. They were just like, we're just going to take it out. We're going to, you know what? We got backlash. We're just going to completely take this out and not actually um, be able to be able to fill that hole that was left there. Mm. They're like, we're just going to leave that there. Mm. It was nothing substantial. It was just a bad idea on everyone's part that was part of that decision. Mm-hmm. Because I just, yeah, I really don't think Disney understands the their 
either audiences that they were trying to market mm-hmm. towards. And they said, like, in the article that we were referencing earlier, it says this live-action movie and the way that it was created was supposed to be a balance between American, like, the American, like, the version, the original version that caters to a lot of American kids because that's what we grew up watching. Yeah. But also chi- trying to balance that out with traditional Chinese culture. And uh, unfortunately, Mushu was a part of that. Um, let's talk about other characters that they axed. Um, Shang, first of all, oh, Lee Shang. they took out the love of my life. That's disrespectful. He, a beautiful king. He was just, you know, he was everything, everything, you know, anyone ever wanted. Mm-hmm. And I... They they said that they split his character into two, but it didn't feel like it. Mm. It I didn't feel it. Mm-hmm. I did not feel you know the encouragement that he gave Mulan, and I did not feel like I didn't feel any of it in mm. the two characters that he was he was divided in. I was mm-hmm. it, they did that for no reason. Mm-hmm. So they split up Shang's character for those of you who haven't watched it. Which sorry, spoiler alert. They split up Shang's character into two characters. So they split him up into a commander and then someone who is basically the same rank as Mulan. And citing this article yet again, it says that they, particularly in the time of the rising of the hashtag MeToo movement, they thought that having a commanding officer that is also the love interest was very uncomfortable and didn't think that that was appropriate. My thing is, with Shang in the original movie, yeah, there's a difference in the power, like the ranking and the power dynamic, but that's also another reason why he respected her so much, because she was low-ranking, she just entered the army, basically. He was her commander, yeah, but the fact that she was just as skilled and she trained herself in that development... That's why he respected her and liked her so much. Yeah. And then taking that away, they started from the same point in the movie. Exactly. Except I like that. Like, Like, obviously, Li Shang still had to, like, keep a professional, like, you know, wants to train these men. So he's not going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, you're doing great, blah, blah, blah. But he was just, like, nothing. Like, you can't, you don't feel him being proud of them, like, or, like, becoming stronger and, like, you know, going through all their training and stuff. Because, honestly, Mulan just didn't do any training as well, mm. like in the live action. Yeah, and we'll talk so, about that later. Yeah. We'll talk about that so later. So I feel like that part of Li Shang was just completely scrapped altogether. Mm-hmm. And they yeah. really just forgot that essence of it as well. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you, I, don't feel, I don't feel connected to the commander or to the new little love interest that they made for her. Mm-hmm. Who t- technically isn't even a yeah. love interest. Yeah. He's just a friend to her now, yeah. I guess. Yeah, yeah. I really think they fucked up not bringing Shang back into it. Because also, growing up, literally, you cannot tell me one single person who grew up watching Mulan who did not like Shang. Honestly, I... If you did not like Shang and you grew up watching Mulan, what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, you... Who else are you looking at? The cricket? Who is also not in the movie? <laughs> Because I feel like the Cricket and Mushu were quite a duo. This is very 
Yeah, it was comic yeah. relief. It it was it was very much what we needed in a you know, in a very what would be a dark topic without them, honestly. Mm-hmm. Considering it's a whole war. So I feel like their com- their comedy was needed. Yeah. yeah. It was a good balance. Yeah. So I just I <laughs> Yeah, they messed up taking out those characters. Yeah. Yep. Let's talk about the characters that they added in. So Mushu's replacement, or I guess pseudo replacement. I don't know. The Phoenix. Oh, the Phoenix. Phoenix didn't. The Phoenix did not talk. It literally just flew by a couple times, and that's it. The Phoenix genuinely makes me so upset because it's a good. The thing is, the idea, like the ideal ideology of the phoenix is beautiful the Mm -hmm. whole rise and fall you know she's at her lowest point and then she rises like a phoenix Mm -hmm. i did not feel that a single bit that phoenix did not help out one bit Mm -hmm. like you said flew by a a couple of times to look pretty and then what then what else disney literally nothing (laughs) because i was hoping for like an impactful scene where she's like you know she does get to her lowest point Mm -hmm. no she falls to the ground she's like Okay, I'm stabbed. Um, and then the witch is like, come on, girl, get up. You know, you have to go to your true self. Miss girl? Yeah. Where, what pushed us to get to this point? Nothing. I feel like they were trying to go for some subtle symbolism, symbolism, but they just didn't. It was. It was too subtle. It It was so, it was subtle, but at the same time, it was so in your face. It was like, forced. It was. It yeah. was very much any time that, um, like the like the ending scene when he was like, "Rise like a phoenix." Mm-hmm. What? What did you just yeah. say to me? Yeah, and that's a that's a common thing that sh- that I did not like about this movie is everything seems so forced. Yes, and they I feel like because of that they really just treat their audience like we're dumb and we can't pick up on anything. Mm-hmm. Like I don't want to be babied through a movie. Yeah, like, even. It doesn't have to be said explicitly. Yeah. Like, show me through the plot. You don't have to say, rise like a yeah. It's like, like, okay, just show me that if, she is. Even if this is a kid's movie, which, first of all, if they wanted it to be a darker movie, then it's not just targeted. Like, it's not just marketed towards kids. Mm-hmm. So a bigger audience is going to view this movie. Like, mm-hmm. it's a fa- it's going to be a family movie. So all the adults in the movie are still going to watch. We don't want to be babied through this. We don't want to be, you know, hold her hand and be like, okay, this is the phoenix. And she, she's sim- like, symbolically, she is the phoenix. She rises and she falls at this scene. And then at the end, she has little wings. So you know that she's rising, like he said. <laughs> All right, make sure you got that. Okay, that's what we're really going for. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, girl boss. Yeah. <laughs> I just... I I hate it when I'm baby through. It makes me want to stop watching a movie because I mm-hmm. feel like I'm being like explicitly told like you are a dumb viewer. You can't. You cannot. Analyze, like you are not good at any of this. Mm-hmm. I feel like b- before we go on to the other characters that they added, another thing. This is I guess is a transition to the other characters. Another thing that felt forced was we were talking about the feminist theme. Yes. Of girl power, girl boss, but literally the script was explicitly saying it. Like, I don't want to hear you say. No. I don't want to hear you say. I want you to fucking show it to me. Yes. 
And that's the thing. I feel like the original move on Mulan was very girl boss in its own without having to be like, oh, yeah, sh- go woman power. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's so strong. Because yeah, like you saw that in her they, actions. Yeah. Like she trained. She earned that respect herself. She she was the one that wanted her like in honor of her father. Mm-hmm. So that because she he was, you know, he's already on a cane. He's dying. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm gonna go for him. Mm-hmm. Like that mm-hmm. was a very just even the reflection scene in itself was so girl boss, but didn't have to be blatantly like, oh, yeah, you know, girl boss. It's not in your face. It's it's very it's emotionally impactful. Mm-hmm. Like the music, the the cinema. The cinematography, like all the mm-hmm. views of this, like it's so beautiful. It's such a well, a well-created scene, a well-crafted scene. And it was just so undermined in the live action, how they completely just scrapped the reflection scene. They're like, okay, we have Mulan. We're going to put her and then just cut to her in the armor and then head off. Mm-hmm. That's it. No impactful. No you looking know, at her father. Yeah. No actual no reflection. The hair comb by their nightstand. No. And thing is, the thing is, the emotional range of that scene where it's like in the middle of the night, it's raining. Like she's like, I need to go while they're asleep. I don't want him to stop me because mm-hmm. she knows if they woke up that they would not allow her to go. Mm-hmm. She. So she's going in the middle of the night. It's raining. It's it's a dramatic scene. She's like reflecting on herself. That's the whole song. And she's like, you know, this will help me with who I am, et cetera, et cetera. All this beautiful, all this beautiful scene, blah, blah, blah. And then, like I said, the, <laughs> the live action cuts to her in the armor. She's off. Mm-hmm. Like, if you wanted an impactful feminist, you would have kept that one like the original you you would want that moment of reflection that a real woman would have Mm -hmm. because we have we have moments of questioning ourselves and our values and our beliefs and Mm -hmm. then in that moment mulan knew who she was yeah yeah i feel like for the live action mulan a lot of her intentions were different and we'll talk about that more in depth later but her intentions were different and it's seen in those different scenes versus the live action versus the original like you can see like for example the comb when she leaves the hairpiece comb by their by her parents nightstand she was exchanging her comb with her father's sword in her armor and his armor it was an exchange of her sacrificing herself for her family which is another thing that was missing from this movie a lot like asian culture a lot of Asian culture teaches you family is first. Yes. And that did not come off in this movie. No. At all. No. Whatsoever. And, and like, that imagery alone, like, can stand the test of time. Like, I feel like looking back in the movie, you're like, yes, beautiful. Wonderful. You did not have to say a thing. You showed us exactly mm-hmm. what There was her, no dialogue you know. in that entire scene in the original And you still movie. got the essence. You still got the entire the entire core of her about like her entire core values right there Mm -hmm. and in the live action they're like here you go here you go oh and it's Mm -hmm. engraved on the sword yeah yeah Yeah, she has to make sure to read it so that way she can be reminded Mm -hmm. um you know to have honor um value etc etc you know yeah Mm -hmm. 
this is who this is who I am. I have to I have to have this sword with me. Make mm-hmm. sure I'm, you know, repping repping my family. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, but I'm still doing this for my country, of course. Mm. I just uh the and then just then completely undermining her strength and that she worked on and earned mm. with um, magic. Oh, oh that well, that one. We'll save that for later. Yeah, we'll save but that. that for later. I don't know how that was supposed to be girl bossy. You're gonna you're gonna give a reasoning to her strength, not mm-hmm. in her, but being like, oh yeah, it's magic actually. That makes me this strong. <laughs> All right, thanks, yeah. thank yeah. you. It takes away from the character development. Literally, this movie. Actually, we'll just go into it now because now I'm heated. <laughs> This movie had zero character development. Not a single one. And a big part of that was because of her using chi, her using her chi, which I don't even think that's how chi is supposed no. to work. And the thing the thing with chi is right in the beginning, they start off with male, male, male only have chi. Only men can use chi. No women. None. What? Mm-hmm. Where did this come from? <laughs> Mm-hmm. Anyone can. Everybody has chi. Uh, yeah. It. Um. Mm-hmm. <laughs> did you just ungirl boss your movie uh-huh. with this one? <laughs> I. The whole thing with That's chi. That's how they tried to do the whole feminist thing, where they were like, only men can use chi, but then she's like, so she's special. So she suppressed it because only men can use chi, but then the final her character arc was actually. Women empowerment. I'm going to yeah. use my chi. It's Magic? Really? No. <laughs> and that takes away from the character development because in the original animated movie, she trains. You can see there's a whole montage. Make a man out of you. That entire song has more character development than the entire live action Mulan. Yeah. Because it showed that she trained. She worked hard. She pushed through. In the live action movie, okay, yeah, I, I'll use my chi now. Yes, that scene um, when they are training and she uses her chi, and then the commander was like, "You use chi." <laughs> what? Oh my gosh, how'd you know? <laughs> yeah, like, oh, you you're telling me she just took on this fight y- using chi? Not like no, she didn't. She didn't like train. She didn't do anything like mm-hmm. to gain more strength. To no, she was just like, let me use my magic and like win this fight. Mm-hmm. That's another thing that's different than the original movie. In the original movie, the final moment of that character v- development of her training is when she's climbing up that pole with you know those little like metal yeah. things, you know. Yeah, and that's her showing because no but not even the men could do that no in the live action it was them carrying up buckets of water up a mountain yes i yeah i did not like the pale scene at all i yeah hated it matter of fact Mm. um if there's i think that is definitely one of the core things i would change about the movie is that scene because her climbing the pole and like it shows the evolution of her climbing the pole the amount of times that she tried and failed Mm -hmm. and it shows her tying the things together. Yes. Like it shows how clever she is. Yeah. Like she uses intuition. She uses cle- like cleverness. She mm-hmm. she uses a lot of these skills. In the live action movie. Live action movie was like, she here's some magic. 
she literally knew. flipped a switch and she was like, okay, I'm going to use my chi now. And then she effortlessly, effortlessly climbs up that mountain with those buckets of water. Yeah. Seriously? I honestly, if I was one of those other men, I'd be like, um, does she gotta do that? If, if I'd she, be like, how the fuck did you, if she can do that and there are others like her, why don't we just use a whole bunch of like an army full of like people wielding chi? Why don't we just do that? Why are we here? Mm. actually why mm. do we have to train mm. i like just you know kind of like divergent go ahead and hunt down like the divergent kids oh my God. and just utilize no. them <laughs> that's a different podcast <laughs> i just that completely undermined everything the chi is like the main thing for me that fucked up this movie for yeah me. that changed literally every single part of that movie yes like i think if they scrapped the inco- the entire idea of chi, and especially that being the reason why she's so strong, why she is the way, like her court as a character, I think it should be the chi. It, no, no chi. Mm-hmm. No chi for anyone. No, for anyone. Mm-mm. And that leads me to the next point, going back to the characters that they added i'll do we'll do the witch first they added in a witch as a sidekick villain type thing i personally in retrospect i like the idea of the witch Mm -hmm. however like most of the things that they've added in this movie it was just not executed well at all I did not like that she was another example of the girl boss thing and how kind of how um, going back to them babying us through this whole movie, how they had to blatantly tell us like, we are the same person We're you know, we, we are two, women in power, two sides of the same coin, you know, woman empowered. They like you. They don't like, it's too late for me. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. No girl. Um, Why? <laughs> See, that's the thing. So for those of you who haven't watched the movie, the witch is a villain, but she's not the top villain. She literally answers to a man, which is another thing that's literally anti-feminist. And that's kind of the contrast, I guess, they were trying to go for versus her versus Mulan. And she said, like, it's too late for me because she knew, like, she wasted her entire life listening to this man and following his orders and what he wants to do yeah and that's the thing that's i think um if that's one thing i would like work on is i would definitely make her you know a stronger villain in the sense of i want her to like be like believe in her values Mm -hmm. i want her to be a villain Mm -hmm. i want her that because i also that could have been more yes like I mean, she yeah, knows she wouldn't be good, but so what? Like, at least she's affirming what she believes exactly. in and has her own ideas. Like she's like, what I'm doing is right for me. Mm-hmm. I don't like I don't care about other things. And sure, you know, empathy is something that we value or whatever, but not in a villain. That's not what we're looking for. I want I want to see a strong villain being like, Yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is for me. I'm selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And throughout the movie it literally shows her when she's get she gets orders from bootleg Genghis Khan. When she gets orders from bootleg Genghis Khan, she 
has those moments where she's like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, why am I listening to a man? And, and I, then that's when the scene happens near the end where she meets Mulan and she's like, she flips the switch and she's like, actually, I'm going to help you out because it's too late for me because my I've wasted my entire life following orders from a man, but I'm going to help you out. Women empowerment. See, I did not, I did not like that switch. Like I said, I'd make her a way stronger villain. I would not let her. Do that little switch, that little switcheroo at the end where she sacrifices herself mm-hmm. for Mulan. Literally, yeah. Literally, bootleg Genghis Khan. Why tries would to she shoot sacrifice herself for Mulan? At Mulan. And because the witch turns into what? A falcon? Yeah. A falcon she, or a hawk? A bird, either way. She turns into a bird. I've, I should probably. A hawk? Let's see. I feel like it's something along that family. But. Oh my gosh, why is this page so long? Uh. Mm. Eagle and transforms into an eagle. So the witch transforms into an eagle, flies, and takes the arrow. So it doesn't hit Mulan and then falls into Mulan's arm arms as an eagle and then transitions into back to her human witch form and then dies. And that's that's another thing. Mulan has chi. She could have blocked that arrow. What? Literally. You, she didn't the Emperor in later in that movie, near the end. He used it to block Genghis Khan tries to shoot him when Mulan's trying to let him free. And the emperor literally like catches the arrow inches before his neck. Why? There was no development as to why she would have taken a bullet for Mulan. Essentially, there was no nothing. There was why would that one conversation with Mulan? Because she had a couple with Mulan where they went back and forth and, you know, they're like Mm -hmm. foils. They're Mm -hmm. like. The reflection of each other, even though they had to tell us multiple times. They're like, I'm you, you're me, we're both witches, they won't accept us, blah, blah, blah. You didn't have to tell us multiple times. You didn't have to make her sacrifice herself for Mulan. There was nothing for her there. Um, You essentially just gave us a weak female villain. Mm. And... Even when she was questioning her morals, it wasn't really a sense of like she was questioning her morals. It was just why am I listening to a man? Yeah, yeah. that's why she. That's why th- she switched because she was like, okay, I'm done listening to a man. I'm gonna help out a woman. Why? If anything, I would have definitely been like, I'm going to kill this man and take his power. Mm. <laughs> that's what I would have. There been. you go. Yep. I'm like, you know what? If any, yes, I think definitely she, if she, if we wanted a cunning villain, she would have, you know, helped him, worked with him because she knows that he has resources. He has a whole army and such. And so she'd be able to utilize it where it looks like she's taking, you know, the orders of a man, mm-hmm. but really she's the mastermind behind it all. Mm. Like she, he's like, okay, do this, this, and this. And he thinks that he's in power. But really, in the end, she's still like, yeah, no. Mm. Once once she claimed, once he claims that power, she's like, okay. So now that I got what I, what I wanted for you, 
I'm going to take this from you because now you're so, I'm so close to you that you don't see this coming. And then she just kills him and then takes his power. Mm. You see what I'm saying? I feel like that would be more girl bossy than, um, let me sacrifice myself for the Mm -hmm. hero of the movie. Mm -hmm. I guess they tried to do the women, empowered women. Women supporting women. women. (laughs) They tried to do that, but the way that they executed it. Like back going back to making everything so explicit and obvious with the script, literally the dialogue. Just show it. Yeah. Like honestly. What did she say when she when she uh you know takes that bullet from because it was something like go and take your place or something like that. Mm, It was (laughs) it was another little cheesy line that I was just like, Why would you say that? Mm -hmm. Why would you write this in a script mm. this is the dialogue of her right before she when she switches it. she literally says me my journey was impossible Yet here I stand. Proof that there is a place for people like us. Mm. No. It's too late for me. So she gave up at that point. She was like, all right. You can still take the noble path. It's not too late. Please. Where's the Emperor? See, I didn't get that point. If she was going to lead her to the Emperor, why didn't she just fucking say that? I mean, like, isn't that dramatic? You could have just, instead of lying right into my fucking face, you could have just said, alright, I'll lead you there. Yeah, and I felt like that was maybe a scene of this. seat at the table. Her breaking the glass ceiling. Hmm. Also, that was, that's something I just realized. That was not the outfit she was wearing before she flew off. No. Interesting. I guess it changes when she turns back. I'm a mm. little bird. Outfit change. Girl boss. Anyways. So that. That. <sighs> it just seems so forced. It's. Because he. F- 
you don't feel the emotional connection mm-hmm. that like they try for mm-hmm. it to be. It's like take your place. You're like, oh my god, yes, you know, yeah, that was so that was you know such a good switch. No, you don't feel that. Mm-hmm. Like if they wanted to do that, they should have built it up better. They should have made the moments where they did interact mm-hmm. not so blatantly. We are foils of each other. We mm-hmm. are the protagonist and actual antagonist. Like we. We are two sides of one coin. Mm -hmm. They should have just let us feel it. And not only that, but also just given a way better explanation than we're two women with chi. We're so powerful and they're so scared of us. Blah, blah, blah. Mm. Because that, it was just, no, Mm. no. Yeah. I don't like that one bit. Mm Mm-hmm. It, it, it just goes back to my gripe with the with the chi. Mm-hmm. They just shouldn't have thought of that at all. Oh yeah. They looked up. They looked up Chinese magic, and they're like, "Yes, chi." Yeah. And the way that they said they wanted to be more culturally accurate, but even in itself, why why would you start off the movie culturally inaccurate with mm-hmm. saying that only men have chi? Mm-hmm. That completely just negated your whole, what you're going for here. Mm-hmm. So now where are we? What was the point? What was, what was the end goal here? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the last character that I have on this list that they added is Mulan's sister. And that goes back to whole the whole intentions and character development difference between the original and this one. The reason that there was so much pressure for Mulan to marry in the original animated film was because she was their only child. That was their her parents' only way of basically joining with another family or raising in ranks of social status or whatever. Yeah. Literally, what was the point of adding in that little sister? Because I saw her for what? All of three minutes total in the I feel entire like less, movie. Less than that in the beginning. And it because was, what was the point? We are just told that she has a sister. We see her for a bit, but we aren't connected to her. Mm-hmm. We don't get dialogue like a like good dialogue back and forth between her and Mulan. We like, you know, okay, I'm gonna do this for the family. Like nothing like that. Mm-hmm. It's just oh, Mulan has to get married. Oh, little sister, like there's no, there's nothing. There's no character development. There. There's no relationship development. There's nothing that you feel like familial about it as a typical Asian household would be. Mm-hmm. Like we don't get even just like a little banter, like playful banter between siblings. Mm-hmm. Nothing fun, nothing serious. Like we don't get anything. I mean... I guess what they were trying to do with the live action movie with the sister is show that contrast between what a traditional woman, quote unquote, in that society was supposed to do. Like everything that they expected Mulan to do, the sister was. Mm -hmm. And it was supposed to show that contrast between Mulan and her sister. But you couldn't have done that with the other women in the society that were also going through the matchmaking process. Like, why did you have to add a useless sister? 
Yeah. Which also conflicted with the other plot of the pressure of having to be the only child and marrying. Exactly. Like, I definitely agree with how they could have utilized all the... Because I feel like even just the scene um, with um, bring, like the bring honor to us all mm-hmm. in the original, even just her being super out of place in that line and her, you know, like being kind of ditzy yeah. the whole time yeah. compared to the other like Proper, eloquent yeah, yeah like trained woman and they're mm-hmm. like i'm here to get i'm here to make my family proud like i need to get married mm-hmm. you know and they were like i want to get married like that's that's their thing mm-hmm. and you know so just showing that alone visually with mulan be like oh during some scenes and, and like jumping around yes the meaning of the match that itself already showed us that mulan is not mm-hmm. taking this like not seriously but like just as much as she should compared to the other woman that's like i'm going to follow the standards i'm going to make my family proud because that's what we need like we i need to get married you know maybe a farm blah blah blah, blah. but we like we could see that in the original mm-hmm. and the live action is just okay here's the blatant compare and contrast between the two mm-hmm. um you're welcome you didn't have to analyze anything we just told you mm. we just gave it to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay let's talk about the ending so like basically from the last battle basically after the witch is killed by bootleg genghis khan and mulan has that final showdown with bootleg genghis khan in front of the emperor who's tied up above a pit of fire and what lava, lava? was that lava yeah pretty sure a pit of fire and lava because that's how he was gonna kill the emperor was it lava or was it like it was like know, something at extreme melted? melting point yeah i don't know but basically Gen- bootleg genghis khan's plan was to burn the emperor there and then what pisses me off i mean this entire movie pisses me off if the emperor had the chi to catch the fucking arrow that bootleg genghis khan shot at him where was that chief from early? Why is he even here in the first place? Yeah, where was the cleverness in getting out of that? Why was he here in the... Fr- How did he get caught if he has that much chi to catch fucking arrow? Two inches before it touches his neck. That and doesn't I, make any sense. I think even just an ounce of critical thinking or even like a rereading of this script in like the editor's room, mm. they could have fixed that. Mm-hmm. like that's something that they definitely could have mm-hmm. easily been like okay let's tweak this a little mm-hmm. let's maybe not like you know do this but let's do something no mm-hmm. they they went through writers they went through multiple editors and they said yeah this is solid mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. no reason a lot of things could have been avoided <laughs> with the extraction of chi yeah like if anyone would have used their chi like they say it's so big like they say it's so important so so significant Mm. we would not be where we are in this movie Mm -hmm. it a lot of things could have been avoided Mm -hmm. yeah oh my gosh that just reminded me of something 
I'll edit it so it's early in the episode. The avalanche. I was just thinking the avalanche. The av- they u- she used in the original film, in the animated version, in the original movie, Mulan uses a rocket. What a rocket? It was like or what's it a called? fire firecracker firework. Like fire. it was like that huge um what are those? Basically like a missile but not a missile. Yeah. It was like just a huge firecracker, honestly. So she used that and aimed it at the mountain at the top of the mountain to cause the avalanche. Because they're already coming and down it shows, the avalanche. Like same thing with the wit and climbing up the pole in the original versus the using your chi to climb up the mountain with the buckets of water taking that scene out and changing it to her using her chi to cause she literally put her palm to the ground looked up at the peak of the mountain closed her eyes and then the fucking avalanche happened yeah and then and then the thing is because she was trying to also get the opposing you know like the Genghis Kong knockoff warriors to like shoot at the shoot at the mountain Mm -hmm. so they were the ones that were dumb enough to shoot at the mountain Mm. thinking that there were like troops up there Mm. and then ended up killing both sides people Mm. on both sides here Mm. and like sure that naturally happens during a war um which actually i was just thinking about in um the original what's a girl worth fighting for Mm. when they're singing while they're traveling and then how that song just stops when they get upon the camp that mm-hmm. um, the Li village. Shang's father. Yeah. yeah. And then it's silent. You see the you see the disaster of what mm-hmm. happened. Yeah. And you feel the emotional connection to it. Mm-hmm. And then in the original, they just cut straight to it. Mm-hmm. They're like, no fun, no games. Like it, you don't get the realization of, oh my goodness, this is a war that I'm like. Like this is serious. Yeah. Because, you know, you're just having fun with the boys. You're singing a little song. You're like, okay, you know, we're, you don't, they don't think it, you know, they don't take it as seriously as it should be until they see the disaster of what the mon- the monstrosities. And mm-hmm. then they see that little doll that, um, that was from the little girl. Mm-hmm. And they're like. And Shang's father's yeah. helmet. And you're like, this is affecting, like, children. This is affecting, like, families. This mm-hmm. is, this is like really. They- killed everybody yeah like that's an emotional impactful scene and it gives you that realization and then the live action completely is just like we're just gonna jump straight into it we are not gonna give you any kind of emotional tether to this movie we're just gonna tell you oh look look at all the fire whatnot blah blah blah. it's like okay we won't even mourn for like a second Mm -hmm. like there's no like process of grieving Mm mm-hmm as they did in the um, the animated one. Mm-hmm. Now, why why are we here? Why are we here at the story and still no emotional connection, no development that we because enjoy? Because the entire story, the entire movie lacked development. It lacked character development. It lacked plot development. Literally lacked every single type of development. There was... Not in there was no transition. No, no not arc. a single trait that he, that the characters had in this live action that would have resonated at all with the their equivalent mm-hmm. in the original. Because mm-hmm. another one that I remember was when they were um, 
getting to the emperor's like place and they were like you know climb using the skills they learned in training like climbing the poles and such mm-hmm. and trying to save the emperor there was none of that there was none of the there's no scenes that we see earlier on that is utilized later mm-hmm. like it no is in full, the original no full circle no no full circle like we see their training and i'll make a man out of you and, and we see them utilizing it later on in the movie mm-hmm. to eventually you know save the emperor and save and save the country you know mm-hmm. it just there nothing there's no what's the word there's no satisfaction of like seeing it all come in full circle mm-hmm. yeah. there's this wasn't intentional no they're just like all right here we go we're gonna change this yeah. we're gonna change this loose ends everywhere 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 it does not it's not satisfying mm-hmm. to watch it's just you're just kind of left there and you're kind of watching this and even as a normal viewer you're kind of mm-hmm. like i guess mm-hmm. this is a movie this is okay sure yeah. okay i don't know when this happened when did are, am i supposed to cry at the scene right now because i don't feel anything i'm just like mm-hmm. you know i'm like okay are we gonna move on to the next scene when are we what's yeah. going on here mm-hmm. and to like it's not even about just the fact that this is different from the original movie this movie the live action version what is the story like what is the story she what is the progress of the story there's literally no progress to the story there's no rising action there's no climax and even if they tried to do rising action climax section it didn't work out it wasn't satisfying i i always go back to the chi I think that's just what the fucked up the entire the movie. addition of magic was just not a great idea. Like I think they wrote themselves into a corner by adding that magic element mm-hmm. into it. Like it'd be fine maybe if it was like the magic element with the witch, you know, mm-hmm. and let her be the only one like with magic where she turns into the little eagle mm-hmm. um to to like utilize, you know, herself, but like I don't think anyone else should have gotten those kind of super strength powers kind of thing Mm -hmm. because that i feel like once you add magic to something it's like you have to utilize that well or else why would we even get in the problems that we are in if you would just use it Mm -hmm. yep if the fucking emperor has it why are we in this situation why are we here if commander tongue had it is it is it like I said, why aren't we hunting down every man with chi? Since apparently it's all the men. Oh no, I can't answer that question. Exactly. All right. So that was a lot of rating the movie and literally crapping on it. <laughs> Let's go to the rewriting part. All right. So first up, characters. What would you change about the live actions characters? Would you add, take away? Um, as you know, I already have bias towards Mushu and Cricket. I think having that comedic element makes it just a better movie. Mm-hmm. And I think allowing Mulan to be herself and, you know, eliminating, not only eliminating that magic, but bringing back her core 
because illuminating the chi would bring back her core values in itself. Mm -hmm. Like, I love original Mulan. I would keep Li Shang, not because I'm biased, but I just don't think it was written, the way they split it up in two was not Mm -hmm. written well at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel like having Li Shang as a character was just like, just important. They could have kept Li Shang and maybe not make him her commanding officer. Yeah. Like, what if, I mean, I know for the original movie, Li Shang's father was even higher ranking, and, like, that's kind of how he got into that position. But anyways, but he was never really seen other than that one Mm -hmm. scene where he rides off. They could have done something where, like, Li Shang's father is a commander of her unit, Mm -hmm. and he could be... Like, because the whole thing issue was the power dynamic and him being higher level ranking. And that's what they kind of tried to do with her friend and splitting up between her friend and the commander. What if they just kept Shang, but had him be the same rank as her, but still the general's kid? Yeah. So it also could show his character development as well. Yeah, I like the idea, but also I kind of still want him to be commander. I'm not gonna like because I feel like it holds ah. it holds that essence of where he trusts Mulan. Mm-hmm. That since he's the commander, he's like, I'm going with what you say. Mm. I think I think it like just adds it adds on to the ending where you know he kind of like teams up with her to help the emperor because ultimately he's like Mulan's right. Mm-hmm. He's like she she knows what she's talking about. She knows what she's doing. She has thought about this. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it adds to that element. So I really like either way, but I would definitely still bring Li Shang back. I'd also bring the grandma back. Delete, mm-hmm. delete the little sister. Mm-hmm. Cause honestly, the grandma had faith in Mulan. And she was funny. the whole time. She was funny. She was funny as shit. She was not only there for comedic relief, but just also just to be there to be like, Mulan, no matter what your family says, like I believe in you, mm-hmm. you can do whatever. Trust mm-hmm. me, girly. It's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. She'll say that to Mulan's face and then be like, all right, this girl needs help. And she's also what pushed Shang to slide into Mulan's yeah. DMs. So honestly, um, thanks, Grandma. So I personally, I would add, because also I feel like if they also wanted to connect more with their Asian audience mm-hmm. and such, having the grandma there also just shows how much we value like the familial like communal connection because in an asian household it's very common for you to live with your grandparents mm-hmm. and like your parent you know yeah everyone in the same household we don't send them to retirement homes. we they don't live with us they may they let us know when they are old we are taking care of yeah. them yeah like yeah. there's always a place for them at the table. If I, ooh, if I dropped off my parents at a retirement, they'd beat my ass. My mom they'd beat my ass. My with mom, the exactly. My mom has let me know. She's like, first of all, we can't afford that for me to be in a home. Mm-hmm. Second of all, I we have a home here. Life. My mom would be like, I spend my whole life raising your raising ass. Raising you. And you're gonna dump me in a yeah. retirement home? No, you. We we are here like. It's very familiar. Like, we all live in the same household. Like, you will find three, four generations in yeah. one house. Yeah. So I feel like eliminating that just kind of, like, isolates the Asian audience. Because then you're like, 
This is just the common American family when you think about it in mm-hmm. one household. Like, mm-hmm. it's the parents, it's the two daughters, mm-hmm. and that's it. Mm. So I feel like I feel like there was a disconnect there. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Although the cast is all Asian, the people behind the scenes producing and writing it were not. The director herself is a woman, yes, but is not Asian. She's from New Zealand. And I feel like it really reflects in itself. Yeah. Even if they, even if it comes off with the, on the surface level, it's like for Asians. It's like, here is your representation. Mm -hmm. You don't feel it at all. Because the values that are in the original Mulan weren't expressed in the live action. Like, going back to the whole family is everything. You don't feel it at all. Mm-hmm. Like, Mulan says to herself, she's doing this for her country. She's doing this for her emperor. She's doing it for herself. And she's not doing it she's, for her father. No, she's not doing it for for the reason why she did it in the first place. Because, like, you know, it was for her father, it was for herself, it was for her honor. It was for their family's honor. And it was just like, you don't feel that at all. You don't feel the familial aspects in Asian culture. Like I said, back with um, having the grandmother there. Like, you don't feel any of the subtle things with that at all. It's all very blatant that they changed. They shifted a lot. Yeah. Yep. So that's another thing. I feel like having the surface level, like, Caspian is one thing, but I feel like in order to really have representation, you have to hire Asian crew members. Mm-hmm. You have to allow Asian writers to be able to connect with... Because also, Asia is a really big continent. There yeah. are so many different cultures, so many different countries within it. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't... It's There's no way to be able to have it umbrella. Mm-hmm. And be able to be like, yeah, this is Asian representation. It's like, no, we're we are very different countries. We are di- we have different, very sure, maybe some like overlap with each other, but we have very different cultural beliefs. Yeah, in a lot of things, we have different ways of how we express things. We have different ways of how we do things. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if this is a Chinese movie, we need to have Chinese people <laughs> to be able to tell their stories mm-hmm. and show their culture mm-hmm. in it. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Would you keep the witch? I would, Mm -hmm. just because I do still want, like, a spin Mm -hmm. on the story. Mm -hmm. I want, I want a little addition, you Mm -hmm. know? Because I, although I would like a a live action one to maybe be, like, you know, straight from not like a carbon copy of the original just because like it'd be boring and be like very blatant and be like what's the point in this if i can just watch the original and be more satisfied with it so i feel like having that addition a well-written addition to it would be really fun Mm -hmm. and like i said i want my little witch to be a badass cunning woman Mm -hmm. and completely take power from um genghis khan there yeah yeah I I want her to take over mm-hmm. and be super evil and be and believe in actually what she believes in. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I would definitely keep the witch. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. I don't think that 
starting in the beginning, she could be... I definitely think she has to take that power. Yeah. And position from bootleg Genghis Khan. Because they're, the whole thing is like, women can't do this, only men can do this. So if she's... I mean, that could be a contrast, though. Mm-hmm. That would be something to think about. Because her being the villain from the jump, the head villain from the jump, would be another contrast to mm-hmm. Mulan. But I do like her manipulating and strategically planning yeah. from behind the scenes as someone under bootlegging as Khan, but then flipping the switch and be like, nah, fuck you, bro. I'm yeah. taking the power now. Yeah. She's like, I've, I've done my waiting. This is exactly the moment I've been waiting for. Mm-hmm. And I think because of that, and then also keeping Mulan, you know, the, her cunning, ambitious self, mm-hmm. they both are even more foils of each other. They're like, look at these two. Very equally clever, equally ambitious, evil, has, have the same strive in what they believe in. Mm-hmm. But it's just, they go in two different paths. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that like, would have been good. That would have been solid. Yeah. Yeah. So I would watch they, that. Movie. They should have had me at the writer's table, honestly. <laughs> Let me Hello, edit it. Disney? Hello? Yeah, I think you should hire me. It's not too late to go back, baby. It's not too late to reshoot a few things. A lot of few things. Mm. If only could, they could do that with every other movie. <laughs> but something that you mentioned or kind of alluded to is the carbon copy of the original movie, but mm-hmm. making it live action. Look at, we were talking about this earlier, Cinderella live action and Beauty and the Beast live action, Aladdin live action, Lion King, King. the new Lion King. I think those are good starters to see what audiences are like kind of wanting Mm -hmm. because I feel like a lot of there obviously there will always be complaints on either side like we want something different, something a little switch it up, but we And then some people are, of course, going to be like, we want exactly what we saw when it came out. Mm -hmm. So I feel like either way, there's always going to be backlash. Mm -hmm. And I think it just has to be appropriate to the story on what they do with it. Mm -hmm. Because personally, I really enjoyed the live action Cinderella. It's not real how a real woman's body looks like. It's of course not. This is magic here. We're talking about. I don't care. I want pretty dress. When it comes to Cinderella. Oh, that, that's a different podcast. That's Personally, different for podcast. me, I like I like the little sparkles and Cinderella. Anyways. Anyways. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I did not have a complaint for the near carbon copy that Cinderella was. I mm-hmm. thought it was beautiful. I thought they, you know, there was nothing to really stray from. It was nice. Mm-hmm. And then. Even if they changed little details. Yeah. The basic structure of the story and the plot was the same. Yeah, it was kept. So I thought they did really well. And then I didn't watch the live action Aladdin or I Lion King. I haven't watched King. it fully yet. I watched the first five minutes and I was like, all right. This I, is yeah, fun. but I do like the songs that Will Smith does for uh, the Aladdin that I uh-huh. have heard. I thought they were really fun, especially Friend Like Me. Because I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. I know people have their complaints, especially with how the genie looks. But I thought it was really fun. So I wish they would have had more fun. Anyways, on. back to the topic. Oh, right. Sorry. Mulan. Right, right. But I don't know. Because, like, I I feel like they've done their time and tested the waters with carbon copies. Mm-hmm. So I feel like switching it up would have been would be nice but like i said 
You mm-hmm. need to utilize that well. Mm-hmm. You need to know what you're doing if you are going to change it. Because mm. either way, there's going to be backlash from both ends. Mm-hmm. You have to do it well if you want at least one of them to be satisfied and the other to be like, okay, I get what you're going for. Mm-hmm. It wasn't what I wanted, but it's like, I'll, I enjoy it mm. with the other ones. So mm-hmm. you have to give or take. Okay. What would you change about the plot? <laughs> Taking out the cheap heart. Yeah. yeah. So we can um, have some character development. Yeah. But definitely, like, I've, I've went on and on about how much I want more for the witch. Um, and, of course, I think another thing is definitely building on her relationship with um, the bros. Mm. I forgot mm-hmm. all of their names, but um, mm-hmm. Dumb and Dumber over there. I really enjoyed them in the original. I thought yeah. they were super fun. They yeah. not only brought a comedic aspect, but also shows her connecting, like, with mm-hmm. with other men yeah. and how like they didn't view her as less than mm-hmm. once she earned their respects mm-hmm. like they because obviously they became key characters and helping save the emperor in the end mm-hmm. so i felt like the original was really well established with making those relationships and those bonds mm-hmm. and the live action just kind of like throws you into it and they yeah. have lunch one time they're like okay we're brothers for life here uh, that that's definitely one that I would absolutely change. Mm-hmm. I want I want to feel like they're connected in some way. Yeah, I want them. I don't want you to just tell me they're like, oh, I believe Mulan. Mm-hmm. I trust Mulan. Mm-hmm. No, I want to. I want to see them have that trust. I want to see them form it. Mm-hmm. I don't want to just be told mm-hmm. that they have it, and then I'm just like, okay, sure. And that's the thing with the original movie, with the animated version. They have the whole song about, like, a girl worth fighting for. They have that entire song about describing their ideal woman and blah, blah, blah. And then Mulan says what her, quote, unquote, ideal woman would be. And they're like, ah, nah, nah. They tried to do that in the live action when they were having that little lunch or dinner scene. And just... I guess it was an ode to that song, but it just didn't hit. No, it wasn't. And they used it as a plot item to build the relationship between her and the the friend that is supposed to be Shang. Yeah. It, it overall just was not good. It's either you commit to the songs or we're just, we are not doing that little bad ode right there with mm-hmm. the with the back and forth mm-hmm. dialogue because that just was not um presented well mm-hmm. it was just honestly it kind of felt out of place just the way yeah. that they were saying it just felt like yeah. oh here's a line from the original here mm-hmm. here you go i know it's what you waited for mm-hmm. so it's like i really don't appreciate that yeah. <laughs> at all yeah that's another thing that you would change about the plot because the chi is a big thing yeah like the chi is the main part of it i would change i mean with taking out the chi you kind of have the beginning of the movie where they show her as a child using her chi to basically parkour all over the fucking village that would kind of be useless if the chi was taken out so don't even start with her childhood. Literally just 
go from when she's an adult yeah. about to be in the matchmaking We can process. completely cut down on the runtime there mm-hmm. with just eliminating that scene. Mm-hmm. It's not really the plot, but you kind of reference this. The music. Like, I, I know they're not going to break out into song like yeah. the animated movie, but y'all couldn't have made instrumental versions of all the songs and just used it that's what i thought they were going to do i thought they were going to do that well Mm -hmm. because when they came out with the news that they weren't doing music i was like i was still accepting i was like okay you know this could go really well i feel like they can have really good renditions because either way you look at it like the original mulan score like the entire soundtrack has beautiful pieces of music Mm -hmm. per mulan's decision is yeah honestly one of the greatest pieces of music I think ever composed in this lifetime. Like I will stand by that. I I learned off topic. I learned piano just to like be able to play that song. Mm-hmm. But and especially at the scene that it plays, it's so impactful that you just I don't know. But I think it's so impactful. Especially when it goes to the D chord for God. Like, it's so good. And I feel like that was what it was needed. They needed a good rendition. Not just Reflection. Over mm-hmm. and over and over the again. The amount of times that they played Reflection. Instrumental Reflection. <laughs> they shoved it in our faces. They shoved it down our throats. They, they forced it down. They punched that down. Mm-hmm. And then the inspirational moments with the orchestra version of Reflection. Give me a fucking break. It just, it got to the point where I was like, okay, just no more music. No more. I would rather sit here in silence and hear dialogue. Because it was getting so ridiculous. And like, it's one thing to not have, you know, the musical element in the sense of them singing. Mm Mm-hmm. It's another th- another thing to like completely add like the elements of those songs yeah. that made those scenes like yeah. what they were. It doesn't have to have lyrics no. and singing and breaking out into song to be impactful. Like the score, just instrumental, could do a lot of things, and they did not utilize that. Not at all. And the thing is, like, because personally for me, I think the original, the original. You know, the the songs kind of move the story along. Mm-hmm. They're able to tell a lot in a little time that they have. Not just, like, through montages, but kind of, like, story... Just essentially storytelling right there with the music. So, I think be- cutting that down, they should have known... They should have figured out a better way to present that. If they didn't want to do lyrics mm-hmm. in it. I feel like there definitely is ways to do that. Just by having good renditions and like being able to still showcase what was shown in the original in the live action. I don't know what they were thinking with completely cutting, scrapping all of that. They're like, okay, sure. Um, it just honestly seems to me like Disney just didn't give them all the copyright access to all the, the, the entire score. They're like, um, here's Reflection. And maybe you can like make new pieces if you want, but you can't use any of our original original melodies, nothing. Mm. So you get reflection because that's what the people know, and that's it. That's what it felt like. <laughs> mm-hmm. They literally could have just used instrumental versions of the original songs. No, it would have been that easy. Because all I hear is 
And the thing is, I heard the erhu a lot. The one string instrument that, like, when you think Chinese music, that's mm-hmm. what people think is that one string instrument. Mm-hmm. And, like, you hear it a lot, but it's, like, it's not impactful in any way. It's like, okay, I'm sick of hearing this. I feel like I'm listening to the Chinese soundtrack of any other Chinese movie. Mm. Like, I feel like I'm listening to my grandma's music, mm. which is just straight up string instruments. Mm. So it's just like, I don't I mean, feel that I connection. Guess that's where they sacrificed original elements for the cultural accuracy, which I respect. I can respect it, but mix it up a little bit. Yeah, it just was not. It just wasn't utilized well mm-hmm. at all. Yeah. I got so sick. I never thought I would get sick of hearing reflection. But honestly, every time there's a phoenix scene, it's reflection. And the amount of phoenix scenes that there are. Three. (laughs) Literally. We. And they're so stretched out. That you're just sitting there. You're like. Fucking phoenix. What was the point? What was the point? Anyways. Would you change the ending? I would. Because personally, I enjoyed the bias towards my bias is showing i did enjoy you know her coming home and her father just you know of course being relieved and happy mm-hmm. and then of course the grandma being like well you gonna wife my girl up or not mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah it's it's a, it's a beautiful conclusion mm-hmm. especially especially when she's with her father in mm-hmm. the in the yard of the cherry blossoms mm-hmm. it's so beautiful it's such a beautiful scene between her and her father yeah and he's talking about Oh. And it just, and it kind of reflects back to the beginning when her and her father, of course, having their back and forth again and being like, you know, Mulan, you know, I want, I want the best for you. I want you, I want this to be what you want. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like a callback to it. And it's so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And then the live action is just like, here's a new sword. See, I don't, why did, I, why did, why did they destroy the sword? Like, why did they write that in? What was the point of that? Was that supposed to be some symbolic scene where it's like she's not doing it for her family anymore. She's doing it for herself. But then that eradicates the entire no. point. Because like the sword was her father's and I guess because it had the values on it and she was like, I need to carry those values with me. Like literally, figuratively. Kind of, I really, I couldn't tell you. I don't know what they were thinking. I don't know. But that also, like, that that kind of takes away from the symbolism of that sword. Because yeah. if she had defeated bootleg Genghis Khan with the family sword, and then at the end of the original, she pre- presents her father's sword, or the villain's sword to her, yeah. to her father, and the medal from the emperor. That's like, I guess that's what they try to do with the sword made by the emperor's people as a gift that's what they tried to do the same thing with the metal i guess it's just it it doesn't have the same punch like Mm -hmm. it doesn't have the same feeling of like she earned this yeah 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 well i would change the emperor even being captured like that in the first place because if he had, well, if we're taking out Chi, then I guess it makes sense that he got yeah. captured. Because he got captured in the first movie, kind of. I also kind of he... didn't like the, like, the costuming of the Emperor. Because mm. I like the way that the original, the Emperor was, like, 
kind of chill. Oh yeah. <laughs> he was in his little robe. He was kind of like was like vibe. He was like he was like I know I'm going to be saved. Mm. So I'm not stressing. Mm-hmm. And he was funny. Yeah. <laughs> he was funny. So I did not like that they made the emperor so Serious. such a like yeah, enough time like and in the Serious in all wise. the general like the the like the general commander esque kind of fit that they put on him with all the armor, all of the mm. all of the they made the emperor like really involved in like the war. Mm. But really like the emperor the emperor's like the last person that's actually gonna get yeah, on that battlefield. He's just supposed to sit on the throne and then send general literally. That's what we have commanders and such for. That's yeah. what we have chiefs for. Why why yeah. why would we he be out there fighting? We need an emperor. Get back on the throne. Just chilling in his robe on the throne. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's that's definitely something that would change. Yeah. So let's wrap it up. Um, any takeaways? Would you recommend live action Mulan? No. <laughs> okay. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I would not I would not recommend it if you are looking for it to solely compare to the original cuz literally we roasted this entire thing because it's not the same as the original. However, I will give it some leeway as a movie if you're not comparing it to the original. Like that's why I gave it a 2 instead of a 1 because it's a sucky movie if it's compared to the original. It's a somewhat below average movie if it's com- it's if it's not compared to the original yeah i did give it a three and a half take it but take that how you will yeah i personally even if you were a fan of like fantasy war type movies mm-hmm. i really don't know if i'd recommend it either way like it's mm-hmm. It's such a weird balance of not being like com- it takes itself too seriously that it's like is it for the kids? Mm. But at the same time the seriousness of it isn't a good mm-hmm. seriousness that adults would take it seriously when watching it mm. cuz it's kind of like you know it's Disney and you know it's Mulan. Yeah. So it's like yeah. Do I what am I supposed to take this like it seriously actually i mean that's what disney was trying to do but they it didn't work out yeah it just was not executed well so honestly i feel like my 3.5 is very generous Mm, very generous very generous because it's like sure maybe if you're bored with your friends and you need to you need a movie to crack a joke at then that that's definitely the movie i think just having fun while watching the movie no expectations I had more, when we watched it, I had more fun roasting it than actually yeah. watching it. Yeah. So I think if you're looking for that um, that hangout time with your friends, then mm-hmm. I would definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. But if you are just wanting to watching, watch a good movie yeah, and you're like, okay, maybe not a good movie, but maybe like a bad, not even like, it's just not a bad enough movie to be mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if that makes sense. Yeah. It's just, Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, that that's okay. my final words on it. Okay. Honestly, just watch the original Mulan. Yeah. Yep. Have that nostalgia. Just rewatch it. Yeah. There's. You'll do. You'll use your two hours wisely. Less than two hours too. The original's the good hour and a half, like a movie should be, because mm-hmm. I don't have a 
long enough intention span to pay it. I honestly wanted that movie to wrap up. It was too long. We could cut so many scenes. Yeah. And it would not change. Anything else to add? I think those are our final say. The okay. movie, too long. Okay. Too boring. Too, too long, too boring, not too, good Yeah, a lot of things. Too a lot of things. Okay, okay. Yeah, just watch the original. Move on. Don't waste your time, honestly. But yeah, that was today's episode on Disney's live-action Mulan. Thank you so much for listening to Alternate Endings, and we'll see you next time. <laughs>